If you've come across this podcast and there's a chance they've you've shifted into a new reality, what the hell does that even mean? It means that you are in a alternate timeline that the world around you may look similar, but you yourself are different. You've transcended time and space. What if I told you this was possible and that you're constantly shifting all the time because time is just an illusion? Everything is currently happening, hasn't happened, and will happen all at once. Life is just a series of now moments and that the past and the future are simply shadows. Let's explore this further. So Vadim Zeland is a Russian contemporary mystic and author. Little is really known about him in his autobiography It said that he was a quantum mechanics physicist who later became a computer technologist. But his personal details are rather unknown. I do love the mystery, though. He created a series of techniques on how to transcend or transurf reality in order to attain your personal goals. A blend of both the mental and metaphysical nature presenting a model of the universe that combines the elements of quantum physics with the idea of parallel worlds. It's quite fascinating. And the key concept of reality transurfing, in a nutshell, is a model of seeing and controlling the world. His series of books became a bestseller and has become an icon in esoteric philosophy. It's fascinating because it is a true and powerful tool to shape reality and materialize any desires and it's been proven in practice so if you're interested in manifestation this is something you should take note of let's talk about the space of variations according to the concept of reality in transurfing the world has an infinite amount of variations and forms of reality What this means is the world can be perceived as an information structure that contains the infinity of variation of of materialization with their individual scenarios. The space of variations can be imagined similar to a tree with an infinite amount of branches and their entanglements where each branch represents a possible variation. And now you're probably like, okay, Val, this is like Marvel stuff. This is like Doctor Strange level type of things. But no, this has been studied by science. Technically, Zeeland says that our mind travels along the lines in the space of variations, the lines of life as energy and potential and materializes the variation that is tuned to. So the first rule of transurfing is that The eradication of mental energy induces the materialization of the variation. What this means is that we transmit and transfer to the lines and sectors of the space of variations, which literally correspond to our thoughts. So our thoughts create. By choosing a different thought, we are changing the parameters and choosing a different variation of time or a different timeline a different scenario. 
So we don't need to stress or fight for happiness or wealth or love. All we have to do is consciously choose that timeline. The concept of pendulums is quite fascinating and also is a big part of this series. According to Transurfing, people who think in the same direction create invisible energy information structures that directly affect us in daily life. These are called pendulums. So think of it as a way of like a thought condensate, a soul of a thing, idea, doctrine, organization, ideology that has admirers or some sort of fanatics. There are many types of pendulums in the world. They can be religious, political, national, corporate, a big event like a football game or a concert, or even something like a new iPhone or just something that happened on the news. Once pendulums appear, people that created them are under their control. So technically, the existence of a pendulum is to draw energy away from people. Pendulums are powerful, but if the followers of that pendulum decrease, then the vibrational energy around that pendulum dissipates. So pendulums have a destructive nature because they can drain energy, because they could be anything from like inflation or recessions or economic crisis or anything like that causes some sort of mass following that could be really negative. But pendulums could also be positive. Like there are opportunities like where a lot of people want to like come together and express themselves. So ultimately it captures your mental energy if you tune into that resonance. You can't fight a pendulum, but it's only there are only two ways to get rid of one, either to collapse it or extinguish it. The first way to get rid of a pendulum is to admit that it exists and, it ha- you know, to calm it down or to ignore it. Just don't be a part of it. If you are calm and indifferent towards the pendulum, you can save your energy and focus on something else. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes pendulums can be positive, like having a healthy lifestyle, like working out. Like there's all those people that are really into CrossFit and that's a pendulum too. So you can pick and choose. It just has its own gravity, its own form of energy and attention and intention. So you can decide if that's something you want to be a part of or if you want to just ignore in your reality. There's also this concept of the wave of luck in the transferring books. So the wave of luck is a collection of positive lines within the space of variations. The cascade of luck will follow only if you build up the momentum from first success. Destructive pendulums will try to lead you away from the wave of luck, but if you drop the importance of the pendulums, you will gain the freedom of choice. The third rule of transurfing is by accepting and transmitting the negative energy you create your individual hell. By accepting and transmitting the positive energy, you create your individual heaven. So it's not enough to close your heart from external negative energy. Like, you shouldn't be a source of it. Close your mind to bad news and be open for the good news. Because negativity can just, you know, take away, can lower your vibe. So you get to choose and cherish the positivity and focus on that. Excessive potentials. So excessive potentials are created when you give too much attention and value to a certain object or event. This could even be, like, trying to manifest a specific person. 
The subjective evaluation distorts the objective reality by giving an object or event exaggerated either negative or positive attributes. So excessive potentials are invisible and insensible, but they play a significant role in people's lives because the equilibrium forces which are targeted to remove excessive potentials will come into play. They cause potential problems because their action is opposite to the intent of that is which is creating the potential. So let's say you are, the excessive potential is having discontent with yourself, focusing on your shortcomings, focusing on qualities, self-flagellation, resentment. The equilibrium forces are the aggravation of of shortcomings and the solution is self-development compensating the shortcomings. Yes, another example (laughs) would be like, a sense of guilt, an internal desire of punishment, right? The equilibrium forces would be the realization of punishment in real life, and the solution is rejection of guilt, courage, acceptance, and forgiveness of yourself, right? So like in order to, the more you feel a sense of guilt, the more you're telling the energy to of the universe to punish you. So you want to kind of focus on the good and not focus like for example also if you have excessive desire like you're so focused on your desires then you're like kind of pushing it out to the universe and like you're like universe make sure I don't get it it's just like one of those things where excessive potentials can just be described as importance so the more that you put importance into anything other than yourself the more it creates more problems because you're basically designing resistance and manifesting the opposite of what you want. All right. So in order to get balanced within the outside world and have freedom from pendulums and freely fulfill your desires, the key is to reduce the importance of said desire, said pendulum, and just allow, just put yourself in a place of receiving rather than trying to control the situation. All right, let's talk about induced transition. The concept of transferring implies that each person creates their thoughts with a separate layer of the world in which they live. An emotional response to a negative event induces a transition to a negative line of life, pulling you into a pendulum vortex. By actively, you know, being actively interested in any form of negative information creates more bad things into your life, almost like you become an active participant in a nightmare. You know, like common vortexes of destructive pendulums are like unemployment, epidemics, panic, disasters, crisis, any form of like economic problems. So you drag yourself further into into this vortex. So ultimately you can prevent this by not allowing any negative information into your world. You can intentionally ignore it, deprive attention from it and don't engage. Ultimately, what you focus on is what manifests into your reality. So if you're focused on bad things like money problems, then you'll continue to have more problems. You don't necessarily need to actively avoid everything, but just don't fight it and don't give it any meaning. All right, the rustle of morning stars. According to the theory transferring, transferring, materialization moves into the space of variations resulting in what we call life. 
Depending on our thoughts and actions, certain sectors can get materialized. Our soul has access to the whole information field and sees what lies ahead in the future sectors that are not realized. The soul knows if the variation is good or bad for us and its senses are perceived by the mind as a vague sensation of spiritual comfort or discomfort, also called the rustle of morning stars. This knowledge we call intuition can greatly help us in life. It is, it is absolutely necessary to listen to the state of spiritual discomfort. If you have to persuade yourself in any way, then the soul says no. When making any choice or taking any decision, listen to the quiet inner voice of your soul. It can help you avoid anything that may come out negative or allow you to make the right choice instead of the wrong one. The seventh rule of reality transurfing has to do with addressing the question of increasing energy efficiency in our daily lives and reducing the resistance of the outside world. Accordance with the principle of moving with the current, everything should be done in the easiest and simplest way. Yes, the path of least resistance. There are so many variations in the space of variations which contains infinite varieties of reality. So you want to make sure that you're going with the flow. You know, whenever you're making a decision, the mind makes a choice based on logical reasoning. However, the mind under the pressure of stress, worries, depressions, or exaggerated importance and constant activity doesn't always choose the best course of action. So you want to just take a step back and often choose the simplest solution. When we're tangled in a world of uncertain situations, the best thing to do is to take a pause and harmonize with yourself and look within and just to surrender to the easiest flow, right? You don't want to be swimming upstream. You want to be floating down the river of life, gliding with the current of variations as calmly as possible. And if you're experiencing any form of spiritual discomfort, then it's a clear sign that it is not the right path for you. Zeland also talks about intent. Intention is a determination to own and to act. He divides the concept into two types. The internal intention, which is the intention to do something by ourselves to influence the world around us by focusing our intention on the process of our movement to a goal. And the second type is external intention. It's the choice of the line of life in the space of variations, the green light of the self-realization of the variation of reality. It's a focus on how the circumstances align themselves so that the goal realizes itself. If the inner intention is the determination to act, then the external intention is the determination to own. The eighth golden rule of transferring reality is as follows. The internal intention must be directed towards the unity of the soul and of the mind. Our wishes are realized by the external intention, i.e. the intention to own our deep belief and concentration on how the goal is realized by itself. The unity of the soul and mind with respect to the goal wish is a sense of clarity without words, knowledge without faith, and a confidence without hesitation. The ninth rule of reality transferring is 
slides. So slides are all about the product of the imagination, a distorted picture of reality. Our vision of ourselves and the world around us is often formed through slides that exist only in our heads. Slides appear when you attach excessive importance to what others think of you. They can appear as a magnifying glass of your shortcomings. If the slide is negative and filled with importance, it can transfer you to the sector of the spatial variations where the negative outcome is materialized and you are experiencing the opposite of what you want. In order to erase the negative slide, you need to reduce the importance and get rid of any complexes or beliefs around that. Create yourself a positive slide, pleasant to your soul and mind. Do not look at the slide as a picture, but live in it, at least virtually. Often look through your slide and add new details. The slide should be uniquely yours. It's not anyone else's dream. Put in all the positivity, the happiness, the love, the health, the success, the abundance, the perfect relationships with others all within that slide. Positive slides can help you incorporate the unbelievable or the impossible into your world. You can embrace being worthy of everything you want in life and absorb the right information to strengthen you and help you create the life of your dreams. All right. An example of a sound slide would be like an affirmation, like, I am beautiful, I am kind, I'm successful. And that helps create a new side of reality that you can experience. A lot of spiritual greats talk about the power of visualization. And Zealand also talks about visualization in reality transurfing. So according to the 10th golden rule, visualization and transferring is a vision of the process of realizing the current stage on the way to the goal. In other words, direct your thoughts in a certain way to think about the current stage, the desired stage. Imagine that it is already happening and enjoy it. Be grateful for it. So let's say you're trying to manifest a new job. You're going to visualize yourself not only getting the job offer, but your first day. Like what would it feel like to start that new job? When you enter that sense of visualization, the goal will completely enter your comfort zone of life, even though it seems impossible. And all the steps will come into place for you to find the solutions and to create that reality. The 11th topic that Zeeland talks about is the soul frail. This is fascinating because according to him, each individual soul has its star sector, which is like a path of complete self-realization. To get there, you need to stop your attempts of being like someone else, stop attempts of repeating a personal scenario and recognize the beauty and the magnitude of your own individuality. You have to be daring enough to be and embody your unique soul, your own unique blueprint. 
break through any stereotypes, break through any pendulums. Do as you do and do not be like anyone else. The soul of each person has a unique individual set of attributes, and this is characterized as the soul frail. It is hidden under the mass of the mind. When your mind is in tune with your soul frail, it means that you're completely satisfied with yourself. You love yourself. You live with pleasure. You live with passion. You do what you love. You shine. You know, like you're able to express your own inner light. And this is the true secret of beauty, charm, charisma. Being attractive, it's the harmony between soul and mind. Sometimes pendulum situations try to take away from your harmony, your inner harmony, and you focus on discontent, fear, envy, resentment. But really, in that soul frail is the holy grail within you. In order to tune your mind to your soul frail, you need to convince yourself that your soul is worthy of love in the first place. Once you live from that place of love, everything else falls away and all you will ever see is love. The final and last concept in the transferring of reality is goals and doors. According to Transurfing, happiness exists here and now on the current line of life in this current timeline or it doesn't exist at all. Happiness comes during the journey to your goal through your door. Your goal is something that gives you real pleasure, something that gives you a feeling of joy, a feeling of feast of life. Your door is the path towards your goal on which you feel fascinated and inspired. And there's only one way to find that goal. Drop importance, turn away from pendulums, and listen to your soul's whisper. When you think about your goal, you shouldn't think about its prestige or how unapproachable or how difficult it is to achieve it. Just pay attention to the state of spiritual comfort. What does your soul want? Will it make your life beautiful? Will it be a feast or a famine? Ultimately, achieving one main goal will cause fulfillment of other wishes because it creates this domino effect of creating and exceeding all expectations. Transurfing warns us about the danger of choosing someone else's goal. Someone else's goal can show up in your life as like prestige. But remember, choose your own path. Choose your highest excitement. The path to someone else's goal will always feel like a struggle. It will always feel like an illusion. It will lead to disappointment and emptiness, not happiness. So sometimes false goals are created or imposed by stereotypes and pendulums. But you can break free from that. If you want to achieve the goal in order to prove something to yourself, and others, then it is not your true goal. If you made a decision in your mind, but your soul feels uncomfortable, then the goal is not yours. Soul discomfort is a feeling of burden, and it can sometimes feel hard to notice, but it's there. So ultimately, transurfing suggests live by what dictates your soul. Bring the soul and the mind into harmony. Do not yield to external influences imposed by other people's beliefs and goals. Do not fight with anyone or anything, including yourself. Use what life has to offer. Be afraid of nothing. Choose your courage. Select your path and act consistently and everything will turn out to your highest achievement. All right, 
wishing you love and light.